Perik Yud Mishnah Gimel. Okay, so yesterday we were talking about Psilei Durabanan, that if something is prepared for Kodesh, so then um, somebody who is uh, becoming Tahar for Mechatas, so if he touches those things, he's still going to become Tame because it's not Tahar on his level. So there's a Din Durabanan, we'll get back to that in the next Mishnah. This Mishnah tells us a Din Raisa. Midaraisa was a pasuk that says that the uh, that the, the mechatas has to be b'makom tahor, which means that any time you put it in a makom tame, we deduce from that so it's going to make it tame deraisa. Uh, the case of the mishnah is, let's say that you have a uh, a klicheres, and inside the klicheres is a for par, right? The klicheres touches a sheretz. So what happens to the klicheres? Absolutely nothing, because uh, klicheres is only tame from the inside, from the airspace inside, even though the dead sheretz touches it, so uh, klicheres is fine, which means that the afer which is inside, is also fine, no problem. But if you have the uh, klicheres, and the klicheres is sitting on top of the dead sheretz, so then you have a machlekes. Some say that we look at the makom of the afer as being inside the klicheres, which is tahar. But others say, no, at the end of the day, the klicheres is riding on top of the sheretz, which makes the whole area into a makom tame. And that's in fact how we paskin that uh, the afer is going to be tame, deraisa, because of the... Uh, because of the sheretz. The same thing will be true if we're not talking about a sheretz. If you're talking about Eichlenu Mashkin, which uh, best case scenario, or Rishon Latuma, or um, Svarim Kedashim, which the Chachamim made into a Sheni Latuma. So also, if they touch a uh, what's they touch a Klicheres with a fur in it, nothing happens to it, but if it's riding on top of it, you've got the Machlekes, and we say that it's coming. So that's all in Mishnah Gimel. Kolol shel chatos. Kolol is a klicheres that has a chatos in it. Shinogab is sheretz that touches a sheretz. Tahar is tahar. Nasne al gabo, but if you put it on the sheretz's back, Rabbi Lezer Metahir, Rabbi Lezer says it's tahar because the makom is not on, considered on the sheretz. We look at it, klape the kli. The chachamim metamim, the chachamim say it's tame because it's a makom tame on top of the sheretz. Let's say the cheres uh, touches eichlum mashkin, which are tamei arishin latuma, ubekisve kaidesh, which are b'sheni latuma midrabanan, also tahar, but nasn al gabeim. If you put it on top of yesin metaher, the chachamim metamim, and the chachamim say that uh, it's tamei. Okay, Mishnah Dalit goes back to what we learned about yesterday, and then rolls forward to what we did just now. So yesterday we learned that, let's say that you have a Kli, which was uh, taken care of as far as Kadesh, but uh, you have a person who is Tahar for uh, Mechatas. So if he touches such a Kli with his hand, so he becomes Tameh. Let's say the Kli that we're talking about over here, the Kli in question is a uh, Tanur, the same thing, the same thing. He touches it with his hand, he's going to be tame. If he touches it with his foot, we saw, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be tahar. All right, but here's where we get into um, what we learned just now. Let's say that on top of this tahar, on to- top of this tanur, you've got some guy, right? Not the guy who's tahar for, uh, what's it called? Not the guy who's tahar for, uh, for mechatas. There's some guy, but he's holding in each hand, or in one hand, mechatos, uh, or, you know, maim chayim, or um, or efer, and he's standing on top of the tanur, 
and uh, his hands, though, are spread out, they're not on top of the tanner. So what's the deal? Is this afer, is this water considered to be in the makom of, of tuma of the tanner, or not? Or a similar case, let's say that you have, uh, the way they used to carry water in the old days, or you can still see Arabs doing it, I guess, you know, you have the pole with the two pails on top of it, right? In two pails, so you've got afer, you've got afer para, or you've got uh, mayim chayim, and you prop that pole right on top of this ta- tanur. So the two pails are not really on top of the tanur, but uh, the pole is. So what's the deal with that? So over here also you have the same machlekes, Rabbi Lezer al-Chachamim, we say that's considered to, since it's propped on top of the tanur, and the tanur will make um, somebody who's tar, l'chatos, tameh, so it's also going to make the afer or the mayim uh, tameh as well. So that's Mishnah Dalid, hatar l'chatos, Somebody who's tarl chatash and nugga betanu, or touches a tan or biyaday, tame. So his whole body's tame. Viragway, with his foot, tahar. He's tahar. That's a repeat, really, of what we learned about a kli yesterday. If somebody's standing on top of the tanur, he spreads out his hand outside, right, beyond the parameters of the tanur, and uh, he's got in his hand, he's got pitchers full of water, um, or he's got uh, this kli, I'm sorry, he's got, uh, he's, he's got these kalim with the water inside of it, and he's spreading out his hands beyond the tanur. Asel is that tool where you've got the pole with the two buckets on it. Um, it's propped on top of the tanur. And in it, you've got two pails. Rabbi Akiva says it's not considered to be in the makom of the tanur, which is tamei. The chachamim say that's considered to be in the makom of the tanur. We pass him like the chachamim. And we'll next time, so we'll continue with Mishnah Hay.